Welcome to the World Missionary Press podcast. This podcast features special guests, exciting testimonies, evangelistic strategies, and updates from around the world. For more information about World Missionary Press, check out our website at wmpress.org. Now, Steve, this this happens with me quite a bit, and I just want to know if you've had similar experiences. A lot of people I talk to, it's mm-hmm. it's this way, and I think this probably helps some people who are watching. Now, a lot of times I will feel drawn to a person or a group or a place and just feel like I need to go to them or just be in a certain place, yeah. and I don't absolutely, you know, I don't have all the information ahead of time, mm-hmm. but as I begin moving, yeah. things just seem to happen organically, and then the Holy Spirit, as the conversation evolves, will just show me things. I'll have impressions, I'll have even, sometimes I have like cartoons or pictures sure. in my head of something that's going to happen, or it seems like a still small voice within, I've never heard the audible voice of God, but it's just you have this, just this beautiful love feeling that draws you to a certain place, or a certain person, and then you, uh, and then you feel like your assignment, he's just giving you instruction as it goes along. You don't yep. know everything in advance before you get there. Does, does this happen with you? Pretty much daily. Mm-hmm. Because as you follow the Lord, you don't always know where he's leading. You just simply have your eyes on him. As you said, here, it, it happens in here where you're sensitive to his leading. And when those opportunities arise, you simply go. Again, the trust factor. Mm-hmm. You go, but even he even remind us, you know, give no thought to what you'll say, because I'll give you words at, in that time. Mm-hmm. And so with that confidence, we go and, and we're there and we just are sensitive. Lord, what would you have me to say? What would you have me to do? And and he just gently guides you in those, in those things. And that's so much of being led by the Spirit of God. That's a real practical way of life, not something that happens in a in an exciting church meeting or or some great, you know, ooh and ah thing. It's the everyday way of life that we are to be, we're to live. Yes. We're, we're, we're to go about our business, but always in tune spiritually, listening yes. for that opportunity. And many times, most of the time, when we go, we're not really sure. We haven't pre-planned this. We haven't uh, discussed ahead of time, just like right now. I mean, it's just how it flows yeah. is how it flows. But but there's a, a benefit to that because there is a dependency on him that we walk not in our own strength, ability, education. We simply walk in as a in, in, as a real person, mm-hmm. as a sincere transparency. Yeah. And God uses that in that interaction that yeah. he has pre-planned, if you yeah. will. Now, I come from my formal theological training and a lot of my like upbringing was in a realm where like feeling and sensation were very important. And it was uh, almost like, you know, God was distant and you needed three fast songs or four fast songs and four slow songs to get God to, you know, come through the ceiling and then move in your midst and to feel him. And then the preachers would feel the anointing and then be able to do something. But I look, I read the Bible. I don't see where Jesus had a band before he was (laughs) teaching and healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out devils. And I don't see, I don't see that as the apostolic tradition. Um, 
So, so I think, and I think what we've done is built a system of codependence, you know, where we need the worship team and we need the sage on the stage and all of that and in order to meet with God and to feel God, but in the new covenant, and meeting is great, it's, it's wonderful, we ought to break bread together, we ought to fellowship, we need each other, we build one another up, and thank the Lord, I believe in apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, no problem with that. But I don't believe in big shots in the body of Christ, and I don't believe I have to approach a big shot or be in the presence of a big shot in order for the Holy Spirit to to move in my life, to speak with me, or for the presence of God to be there. I believe Jesus is with me all the time. I believe I would just disintegrate. He opposed all things by the word of his power and by him all things, because I believe I would disintegrate if it wasn't for Jesus. So he, yeah, and, and when the Bible tells us, you know, even draw nigh to God, uh, it's not talking about proximity, it's talking about relationship. It's talking about relationship, or sing, or when it says, you know, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, put on the armor of God, it literally means to sink deeper into it. It doesn't mean you're not already in him, right. but there's a deeper place of relationship. And some people, I think they're looking for certain people to get the whole job done, to do all the loving, or there's got to be this environment or this feeling yeah. in order for God to move in a situation. And I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyhow. Have you been in situations like when you feel like grubby and it's humid and it's just the, the weather is hot and you're just in a strange place and you're not feeling a whole lot, but you know the Lord is, Lord is drawing you yeah. and his love works, you know, regardless of what you may be feeling. Sure. Tell me a little sure. bit about that. Well, I, I think a good way to, to approach that subject is, is in, in the beginning of salvation. I mean, you heard the message, you didn't understand it, but something stirred in here and you dared to try it and, and to ask for forgiveness and life changed. It became real in our lives. But I can tell you from experience, the first couple of weeks after I did that, I mean, it was a life changing experience, but there were times that I didn't necessarily feel like I was saved, but yeah. did that make his word untrue? Point being, feelings and emotions can be deceptive, you know. Uh, it's not about feeling him. It's about knowing him. Jesus' prayer for us in John 17, 3, and this is eternal life. This is a quality of life, Zoe, that they may know you. Yes. It is the relationship. The whole message of the gospel is the message of the relationship lost in the garden, a way made to restore it. In Lucas 19.10 tells her, Luke, excuse me, uh, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Not those who were lost, yeah. that which was lost. Now, it's true, those who were lost are part of that which was lost. But if we only preach those who were lost, we preach half the gospel mm -hmm. and miss the message of God's heart and why we were created. Mm -hmm. Because you go back to Genesis 2, and what you find is a story where God called all the animals before Adam. And whatever he named them, he, that's what they're called today. But in that, we understood that they had a very intimate relationship. They conversed. They knew one another. Mm -hmm. Well, when Adam fell, that's what was lost, the relationship. Jesus came not only to save us from the wrath, he came to restore that which was lost. That's why the veil's rent. That's why access is restored. 
the relationship is the foundation of everything we are. And he didn't come to change God's mind yeah. about us. He came and to change our mind about God to exactly. reveal the love of the Father and, and how much Father wants that relationship. If we understand that, we understand that the ground at the foot of the cross is level. We understand yeah. that God is no respecter of persons. There are no favorites in the kingdom of God. There are no superiors in the kingdom of God. There is Jesus and all his followers. And we're to yes. love one another, encourage one another, and exhort one another. Anything outside of that? Is not in the book. Yeah. Last time I checked, the apostles were the off considered the off scouring of the <laughs> earth. They were yeah. they were not the the yeah. the high and mighty big shots. They were servants, and that's what ministry is. It's yeah. it's it's servant. Not even willing to die as Jesus died. Yeah. Turn me upside down. And the Bible says he chooses the very foolish things of the world to confound the the wisdom of the wise as well. So he does. It's, and, it's and not about might or or you know. And that's really strength. Joe why we're seeing such a move of God in Nicaragua. Using the scripture booklets, the people have been told their whole life they're not prepared, they can't do it, you're not good enough, you're not, you know, you haven't studied, you can't read. Mm -hmm. God can't use you. And I said, oh, yes, he can. Yeah. Yes, he can. Here, and they go and they take the booklets and they share them. And, and you know what they do? They say, well, no, I can't read it. But the scriptures remind us mm -hmm. they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And when they share what's happened in their lives, it impacts people's lives. Mm -hmm. Anointing is released. Hearts are changed and touched in the simplicity, much like the early church. Yeah. How did how did they do it without all the scripture books? How did they do it without the Bible and all this stuff? Yeah. The radical change in their life was so real when they went and shared it with other people, it impacted other people. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. saw the difference in them. Yeah. It actually happened in my life with my older sister. Praise she said, I don't know what it is about you, but something's different. And I said, let me tell you about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And she came to accept the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, and I think many of us have those experiences, yes. but we kind of lose them over time, that, that yes. the joy of that and the reality yeah. of it. It's good to talk about this kind of thing because it, it just it stirs up beautiful memories and just just takes us back to simplicity. And I think that's, that's really important because sometimes we're trying to... Or people, you who are watching, you may just be trying to reason out how a thing's going to happen, or you know, about uh, if I get if I get enough money or enough education or enough this or that or time, then I'm going to start. You know, then I can start a ministry. Now, love the people around you. Be be just sensitive. Just open your heart to the God in you and let him let his love throw, flow through Amen. you. Let Mister Love <laughs> live through you. It's as simple as that. It it's really as as, as simple it as is. that. Yeah. Life is just about getting us out of the way so He can shine out. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Billions have yet to receive the gospel. But you can make a huge difference by serving with World Missionary Press as a spare-time, part-time, or full-time volunteer ambassador from your own hometown. For more information, check out our ambassador website at wmpambassadors.org. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. Our president, Harold Mack, and the entire staff at World Missionary Press deeply appreciate your love, prayers, and support. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.